Hey, shalom, 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 family. Good morning to you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Bread Podcast, where we read the word of Yahuwah daily. And I'm your host and your brother, Daliyahu Yasharal. And we are gathered here today, family, to read another chapter. All praise be to Yahuwah, man. Thank. Let's praise him. Give him thanks. And, uh, you know, praise his mighty name for... Uh, Waking us up, giving us another opportunity to do it again. So, uh, I welcome you guys back to another podcast episode. And I'm so excited that you guys have decided to join us. So today, we are continuing our reading in scripture. And we are reading the book of Numbers, chapter 25. So, we're going to get right into it. But before we start reading... We're going to open up uh, with a few um, housekeeping measures. We're not just going to jump into the chapter. I need you guys to bear with me for about two minutes. Then we can start reading. What we're going to do is give a brief recap and summary for those who may be listening for the first time or just unfamiliar about the story, what where we're picking up the story right now in the book of Numbers. So we're going to give a short recap. Then we're going to pray. Um, and after prayer, we can read today's chapter. So with that being said, let's get started, you guys. As far as the recap goes, what you guys should understand and what I want to share with you is that right now we are reading our fourth different book from the beginning. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. So we are in the book of Numbers. And... We read this is still the beginning of the book <clears throat> all of the first five books are considered the foundation of the scripture and are it's called what we know as the torah and that represents yahuwah's instructions so we still relatively in the beginning reading and understanding the foundation of the the faith of yasharal as a nation and a lot of what we need to understand about the creation of this nation is what's happening right now as they journeying through the wilderness. The only reason, the, the main point that I like to do the recap is to just stress to everyone, if what we're reading about today in the book of Numbers is unfamiliar to you, then we would suggest that you guys go back and refresh yourselves with the previous chapters and episodes. For example, the book of Genesis is all about the beginning, the, the, the creation story, but not just the creation story, the foundation of the faith. And understanding the the faith and trust that people like Abraham showed in Yahuwah and understanding the covenant that was made then and uh, that's very important to understand the covenant he made with Abraham the promises he made to Abraham Isaac and Jacob even Noah before Abraham all of these things continue to be repeated so if you guys unfamiliar with that we, re we refer you guys to those earlier chapters Another thing, so after Genesis, we, we read Exodus already, a very um, memorable and noteworthy book in the Torah. Most people are aware of it, but if you're not, you may want to refresh yourself because us coming out of Egypt, that was a big deal in our history. Yahuwah always tells us to remember this. He tells us to keep the Passover, etc., etc. But everything stems to what happened in the book of Exodus from the giving of the Ten Commandments, um, Mount Sinai, etc., the covenant being made. When we get deeper in the book, 
And if you don't understand anything, this is all going to be because we need to um, solidify our foundation. So all of those previous episodes are there and recorded. So after the book of Exodus, we have the Leviticus, uh, what I call the priest book. Because again, Yahuwah chose the family of Moses, Aharon, his brother, to be his priests and prophets to um, inter be intermediaries between him and the nation of Yashara. And he explained everything that the priests need to do in the book of Leviticus, how to make the sacrifices and offerings, prepare the temple, clean, unclean, um, quarantine, um, so many things. Technical issues of Torah is in Leviticus. So again when we go to speaking about Torah and the laws and statutes and commandments that book is foundational so we always refer individuals back there nonetheless now we have passed those stages we are in the wilderness and headed to the promised land but because some people in this generation are uh, stubborn and stiff-necked Yahuwah has promised to uh, kill them off in the wilderness or he promised that they would not enter into the promised land. So, right now, we, we just continue to read and learn and reflect from, again, the, the mistakes and the episodes, the um, situations that our forefathers were put in. So, I will leave it there as we continue to read our current chapter, our current book, and get more context. So, with that being said, I pray that everyone is um, on, one, on one accord and, and, and there is understanding. Now, family, let's pray. So again, speaking about Yahuwah and all the great things he's done, it always just really excites me for prayer. Uh, prayer is a very important thing in the Hebrew culture. It's the way we make petitions and communicate and supplicate to Elohim. So prayer is very important. So let's pray, family. We're going to pray according to the Hebrew custom. We'll stand up, face the direction of Jerusalem, the place where the temple once stood and lift up our hands open our palms and make supplication to Yahuwah Elohim let's go family our father who is in the heavens we ask that you permit your name to be set apart that you permit your reign or your kingdom to come we also ask that you permit your desire to be done on earth as it is in heaven. We ask that you give us this day our daily bread. Not only the podcast, but we ask that you sustain us, Yahuwah. Protect us, provide for us like only you can and only you will. So we ask for our daily bread, Yahuwah, of sustenance. We also make prayer and petition that you... Forgive us for our sins and our trespasses against your Torah and your commands as we forgive our debtors. And we forgive those who trespass against us. And also as we forgive each other, we ask that you not remember our sins and forgive us. Cover them, cover us with the blood of Yahusha HaMashiach. We also ask that you allow us not to be led into trial, but save us and deliver us from the wicked one. For yours, O Yahuwah, is the reign, the power, and the esteem, now and forever. And uh, these things and more we pray in the name of our Mashiach and Sovereign, Yahusha. Halal Yahuwah, Tudah Yahuwah, Yabadakak Yahuwah, Aman. Aman, Aman. And so it is, family, and so it will be.
So, with that said, and those things done, uh, it is high time, and it's, it's time for us to get into today's chapter and see what we can discern, what what messages Yahuwah is trying to show us, what, what what can he, what is he trying to tell us, what can we take away from the scriptures, and um, so. We will read the chapter and when we finish, we can do a brief summarization and just highlight any pivotal points after we read through the chapter. So, Numbers chapter 25, family, chapter 25, verse 1. And it reads, While Yasharal lived in Shittim, the people began to whore with the daughters of Moab. These invited the people of these invited the people to the sacrifices of their mighty ones and the people ate and bowed down to the mighty ones so yasharal yoked himself to baal of peor and the anger of yahuwah was kindled against yasharal and so i think i'm gonna pause right here just to say this is very important because there's some context in here that may be missing for some if you're not reading in between the lines so the last couple chapters, we see that the enemies, the leaders of Moab, were trying to curse Yashara. Um, Black, the, the the leader of Moabites, he went out and got Balaam, a sorcerer, to try to curse Yashara, but he blessed Yashara because he was in communion with Yahuwah, and uh, he said he can't curse what Yahuwah has blessed. So what's not mentioned there here is that there was other counsel that was taken, and basically the result of that being that there was an understanding had that we can't they can't curse what Yahuwah has blessed right but what they could do is put a stumbling block in front of us and make us to sin against Yahuwah and that in that way we would become cursed or we will be have tribulation or tr be entered into trial because we sinned against Yahuwah ourselves so this is very interesting how it goes from you know the situation with Balaam blessing Yasharal and it goes the next chapter right into where the children of Yasharal were whoring with the daughters of Moab. So in some other extra, extra biblical books, it explains that this is the counsel that was received from the, the, the leaders of Moab that this was the way to make Yasharal stumble, to make us whoring, go whoring after women. And, and specifically foreign women, women that were not serving Allahim and Yasharal. So very interesting how it seems like it's a segue. It's like a, a complete different uh, point of view from the last couple chapters. But it's all kind of connected as far as they were still trying to make us stumble. So div uh, divination and sorcery wasn't the answer. But what was the answer in their case was to have us... Uh, lust after these women and commit uh, whoring with foreign women. Very interesting. So, verse 3 is very important. So, Yasharal yoked himself to Baal Peor, and the anger of Yahuwah was kindled against Yasharal. Mm. Okay, verse 4. And Yahuwah said to Moses, Take all the chiefs of the people and hang them in the sun before Yahuwah. That the fierce anger of Yahuwah may turn away from Yasharal. So, again, this is the thing we're talking about with the lessons that happened in the wilderness that we have to learn from. Um, again, these things are written for our understanding. So, 
it's it's a sad situation, but these things we have to um take note of. Very important. Verse five. And Moses said to the judges of Yashara, each of you kill those of his men who have yoked themselves to Baal Peor. And behold, one of the people of Yashara came and brought a Midianite woman to his family in the sight of Moses and in the sight of the whole congregation of the people of Yashara while they were weeping in the entrance of the tent of meeting. Mm. When Pinchas, the son of Alizar, the son of Aharon, the priest, saw it, he rose and left the congregation and took a spear in his hand and went after the man of Yasharal into the chamber and pierced both of them, the man of Yasharal and the woman, through her belly. Thus the plague on the people of Yasharal was stopped. Nevertheless, those who died by the plague were 24,000. And Yahuwah said to Moses, Pinchas, 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 the son of Alazar, the son of Aharon, the priest, has turned back my wrath from the people of Yashara, and that he was jealous with my jealousy among them, so that I did not consume the people of Yashara in my jealousy. Therefore say, Behold, I give to him my covenant of peace, and it will be to him and to his descendants after him the covenant of perpetual the covenant of a perpetual priesthood because he was jealous for his Elohim and made atonement for the people of Yasharal. The name of the slain man of Yasharal who was killed with the Midianite woman was Zimri, the son of Salu, chief of the father's house, chief of a father's house belonging to the Simeonites or the tribe of Simeon, Shama'un, verse 15. And the name of the Midianite woman who was killed was Cosby, or Cosby, the daughter of Zor, who was the tribal head of a father's house in Midian. And Yahuwah spoke to Moses saying, harass the Midianites and strike them down, for they have harassed you with their wiles or with their bad intentions, with which they beguiled you in the matter of Peor. Mm, so the scripture again kind of alludes to what happened. And in the matter of Cosby, the daughter of the chief of Midian, their sister, who was killed on the day of the plague on account of Peor. Very interesting. Mm. Ooh. What can we say then, family? What, what, what can we take away from that? Usually we ask that question. Usually we speak about that. But I think today the answer is very clear. It's if, if you was reading and following along, we see what the takeaway from what the takeaway is. I think the answer is um, what can we take away from it is to avoid foreign women, meaning women who are not serving Yashara, who are not aligning themselves under a man of Yashara to be obedient to the Torah. And we see that they draw the men of Yashara away to serve their mighty ones and to attach themselves to their Elohim. And that they even sacrifice to, a, it went to a slaughtering and they worship the Elohim of these other people, which is a big no-no. 
And, um, you know, it's a very important topic because it's not to say that women from other nations can't be saved, that they can't, uh, a man of Yasharal can't take a woman necessarily from a different nation because we see statues and precepts around that. Um, for example, we have Ruth, for example, who was a Moabite, I think, Midianite, Moabite, maybe, but we see in her situation, she humbled herself completely and she submitted to the people of Yashara, the man of Yashara, and she said that Yahuwah was her mighty one. They didn't go and have another, worship another mighty one. We see people like um, the woman that was in Jericho, uh, that when we went into the promised land, um, Matter of fact, she was a whore, and um, she her life was spared, and ultimately she became a part of Yashara. And um, you know, it's other examples where women who have who are not necessarily born in Yashara have come under the fold of Yashara. Um, also, there's a statue concerning that uh, Deuteronomy chapter 20 or 21, like when we go that when we go out to war, and um, if there's women of other nations that are captives virgins and whatnot, uh, clean women maybe, I can say that like that, but they are other, of other nations that they are, it's a process that they follow, you know, a man can take these women from the other nations and bring them into his house after a certain purification period. So, there's some precedent around other women, not of Yashara, coming into Yashara. But, when we say foreign women, we mean women that are serving other mighty ones and are not submitting to Yahuwah and not submitting to a man of Yashara. So it's a very interesting topic, very touchy topic, and it's a topic that uh, not a lot of teachers and uh, commentators speaking of at the moment. So um, I think the lesson is clear, and I pray that um, it blesses somebody, it provides clarity for somebody. I pray that wisdom and understanding on the subject may be had, and uh, the whole point is the bottom line, we need to be ever more focused on serving Yahuwah in spirit and truth and keeping our, our eyes and our efforts on Him in these days and times. And uh, Because we see how many people are praying against Yashara, trying to curse Yashara and pull us away from the destiny that Elohim has given us and ordained us to and called us to. So it's a very important topic and we see one of the biggest ways this is done is through uh, lust, whoring, foreign women, etc, etc. So um, I think we can leave it right there, family. Again, I appreciate you guys for reading with us, for joining us. Um, we ask that you guys continue to um, show love. Um, like the podcast, follow the podcast, share the podcast if you know someone who can be blessed by it. Uh, interact with us in the question and answer segment. Please, please, by all means, let us know what you think about this chapter. Um, what are your reflections on what happened? Um, the links to our social media will be below. You can follow us and, and connect with us on social media if you feel led to. The link to the Patreon will be linked below. If you feel led to support the ministry, all praises, all praises. So, until the next chapter, family, we say shalom. So, we'll see you guys in the next chapter. And have a great day. Have a blessed day. Shalom.